Hey kids, it's time for Surf Shorts! Welcome to the Surf Shorts Podcast, an innovator in modern storytelling, looking towards the future, using business terms like radical, off the lip, caught inside and totally tubular. Surf Shorts, the storytelling podcast, recorded on VHS then downloaded to cassette for maximum audio quality. It's totally radical. Hey everyone, as most of you know, this episode is brought to you by Outer Banks Hammocks, obxhammocks.com, handmade in the USA, two-year guarantee. They've been doing it since 1971. And when you think of OBX hammocks, don't just think of hammocks, think of swings and chairs, stands, accessories, and outdoor furniture. obxhammocks.com has Outer Banks aluminum and resin wicker furniture, three birds casual teak, Pauly's Island Durawood, and Summer Classic. You can click on obxhammocks.com to find out more about their high-quality hammocks and outdoor furniture. Outer Banks Hammocks, for the ultimate lay. Savage Surfboards, since 1982. Know your shaper. Everybody, thanks for listening to Surf Shorts this week. I've got a quick little thing I want to tell you before the show starts, and that is I apologize we didn't have a show last week, last Thursday. Hey, I had COVID. If you thought that went away, it didn't. And it still sucks. So anyway, sorry the show didn't come out last week. I just couldn't do it, man. But hey, this week's show, I've got Guyan on. Guyan rips. The dude can surf. He's got a good story for you. And thank you so much for listening to Surf Shorts. We're going to get on with the show. Surf Shorts Podcast. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Surf Shorts. Today, I've got with me Guyan. What's up, dude? Oh, man. Just uh, living the dream, man. Living that's the dream. right. Hey, that's for real, you know? Uh, one thing I say to people that are on the show that live in this area, and for those of you listening that are in another country or another part of this country, we're in Southeast North Carolina. And I, I hate to admit it, but it's a fantastic place. To, don't move here, but it's a fantastic <laughs> place to live. It really is. Oh yeah, you gotta love North Carolina. You got the surf, you got the fishing, the hunting, you got the wildlife. Yeah, the woods, the mountains, a little bit of everything, everything here in North Carolina. You know what North Carolina is? North Carolina is California. It's turned on its side. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's about right. Yeah, because you can you can be uh, you, and we have better water than most of California. Like uh, people don't understand like what low country is or what down east is. Like if if you're not from here, like you don't get it. The the water that we have is amazing. Oh yeah. And like yeah. just just in Wilmington or just in our little area, you've got lakes, a major river, Cape Fear River, intercoastal waterways, marshes, open ocean, like everything. Got the sounds, you know, yeah, yeah, inland the sounds, bodies of water that major sounds. Yeah, they'll sink your boat. You're like, hey, I'm not in the ocean. Well, guess what? You just say it's still really rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, man. I was on the ferry. I've been on the ferry several times. They shut it down. They're like, we're not even running this giant ferry across the Pamlico because it's too rough. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You got to you got to respect the Pamlico. Yeah, for real. Albemarle too, but Pamlico probably more. And then you you could just get in a car and and drive due west and you know go up three thousand and then what is it? Mount McKinley is it? It's even taller than that, 5,000 feet. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but something crazy. Oh, yeah. But yeah, anyway, great great place to live. 
for sure. Yeah, man, for but sure. But don't come. Yeah, but don't move here. <laughs> don't move here. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> Hate to say it. Everybody's already moved here, y'all. Oh, yeah. The land's used up. There's no more room. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, and, you know, you've been on the show before, and we, we talked about uh, the fact, and I'll throw it out there again, like you're a hunting guide, and you're uh, a saltwater captain, fisherman, and like you're li- literally living the outdoor life, and then in your free time you're going surfing. Oh yeah, oh yeah, just a part of loving outdoors. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. And then you know, for me, the problem is I get stuck inside of a classroom for however many months a year, and that's a bummer. Well, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I love my job. I love my kids. Oh I yeah, just, that's right, dude. I just hate fluorescent lights. You know what I'm saying? If I if I could work somehow in, in a school, and I don't know. I had sunlight instead of a light bulb over my head, it'd be better. I just can't get stuck in an office. I just can't be in an office. Yeah. It drives me crazy. Yeah. So and, I just try to find my work outside under the sun. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, people, uh, you know, like in junior high or high school, people were like, oh, you know, where are you going to be when you grow up? And somebody be like, businessman. And for me, businessman was like somebody at a desk and they had a pencil sharpener. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. That's funny. So, hey, you're going to tell us. Uh, you've you've done you've served some big waves, right? And that that's a fact. Much bigger waves than I have. You served some big waves, and uh, I know you know some of the other guys around here that can serve have served some big waves, like Rob oh, and yeah. Jonathan, right? And uh, Mason, obviously. But you know, right? We got some guys that surf big waves, and you're one of them. They're charging with us. I mean, there's those guys were like ten years younger than me when yeah. I was little, and you know. Yeah. Y'all were in high school when I was in elementary school. Yeah. You know, yeah, they were real, real young. Yeah. And it yeah. was just nice growing up with those kids kind of pushing them and pulling them out in the lineup and yelling at them, get them, get ways. You know, we all lived in the same neighborhood and served for each other all the time back in the day. It was, yeah. You know, Jonathan lived across the street from me when he was real little. He was my back door neighbor when he moved to Wrightsville Beach. Yeah. 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 We, we lived uh, on Harbor Island. He would come over and get in some of my surf videos. We have him like he would be skating, you know. And he, he was he's such a great kid, but you know, he's like he was like really little at the time. He was like eight, like something like that. And his dad would let him come over there and hang out with all of us, like post college partying surfers. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's oh, really yeah. funny. We'd kill kill across the street. Yeah, and- <laughs> <laughs> it was just I don't know. He, he, he's a great guy. I'm gonna try to have him on the show because you know. Like, like he's, 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 he surfed some waves. Dude. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, uh, how many times you been to Escondido, Puerto Escondido? Uh, I've been to Pasquale's quite a few times. Never went to Puerto Escondido before. I've always wanted to go there. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, it's just a different, it's just a little bit different of a wave than, than Pasquale's been a bucket list, you know, and I kind of worked for it. You know, yeah. that was a couple three or four months. I started paddling and yeah, trying to get myself in shape and ready to not go die and be able to come back home. Yeah. Yeah. Working up to it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. But it, but it was a fun trip, you know, uh, I showed up, I timed a swell, you know, I, you spend a little more money for a ticket, but you know, it beats going on a surf trip and it being flat all the time. So yeah. I try oh, to, oh, you, oh, you meant because you, you bought the ticket like when you needed to go instead of far in advance. Right, yeah. Yeah. Right. Definitely worth so it. I was like 10 days out, eight days out when I bought my ticket. And I wanted to get there since I've never been there before. I wanted to get there kind of before the swell got there. Yeah. So I showed up and, you know, it was a two foot at 15 seconds, 16 seconds. And, 
You know, it was 10 foot on the face the first day. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're like, wait, how does this work? It was double overhead and it was two foot, two, 2.4, 15 or 16 seconds. I was dumbfounded how much power that place had. I mean, yeah. it was amazing. It was like. A quick commercial break. Ah, uh, that's right. This is a commercial on Surf Shorts. What's the commercial for? A custom Savage surfboard for you for free. That's right. You get a free custom Savage surfboard. We're doing the giveaway. We're going to be giving away the board at the end of summer or sometime throughout the fall. You can look at the stuff on our website to find out all the certain things that you need to know. What do you really need to know? Send me a screenshot that you are subscribed to the show. Send me a screenshot that you're subscribed to Surf Shorts Podcast with automatic downloads and you are entered custom Savage Savage Surfboard. Just It was just amazing the amount of energy that wave had. Yeah. L- let me ask you, um, as a science person, you know, and as a, as a water waterman, I'll call myself, how, how I mean, obviously... It's super deep right off the coast there, and it just comes thumping on the sandbar. And there's the little headland to the north, you know, the little headland. It is how? What is it that's piling the sand up like that? Is it trickling off of that headland from like a north current, or is it just? It's just, just a convergence of all that swell. The way that can- canyon funnels that swell into that beach, and it keys into that little four hundred yard zone. The waves just come sideways and wash it this way and that way down that beach. It's just amazing to see that wave come in and how the water moves in that, in that zone where the waves are. Gotcha. So it's, it's the underground, it's the topography of the land offshore underground sort of focusing all that energy. Correct. And then yeah. like where the beach is faces straight to where the swell is coming from and a little bit to the north, it kind of bays all the way around, yeah. stays real protected and it's really deep off the beach right there. Yeah. You always see people with the, they always have their boats anchored up there and fishing village yeah and you're like it's 20 feet down here and your boats anchored in the ocean right over right there, there. Right <laughs> there. A, which is also a great place to go paddle out to if you yeah. really want to yeah i've seen that like i've never dying. i've never surfed it uh, but uh i've seen you know that's what people do they go up there even they even uh nathan florence is like i'm gonna go up there and paddle out. oh yeah and oh, he's yeah. the king of like paddling out into whatever yeah, you don't you don't really want to catch one of those on the head paddling out. No, you, you yeah. absolutely do not. No, you don't. That's the end of it. You know that yeah. way is good for pulling your arm out of socket or breaking your leg or yeah, you know, worse. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, uh, there's a lot of things that can go wrong. But they got the best lifeguards in the world right there, and that was a bonus for my wife. You know, she was like, "Well, if they're there to save your ass when you're about to die, then I feel a little better about it." Really, they have a good set of lifeguards. Like, oh yeah, they're in. right there. There's four or six guys there constantly, all day long, with a jet ski within two pushes of the water, ready to. I mean, they'll. Because they know there's a bunch of oh, green yeah. ghosts about to get it. Oh handed yeah. To them. Oh yeah. Well, they want you to come back, so they don't yeah. want you to die. Yeah, you know, that's in their best interest. Yeah, it is. yeah, it is. So they, they really uh, are there to protect you. So you'll have a good time. And yeah, that's cool. Come back. I, I honestly never thought about it like that. You know, the, I guess the most famous lifeguards are the the North Shore guys, and I guess this is Mexico's version of that. It they is. probably came. They probably trained those dudes. Honestly, oh, I'm sure they did. I'm yeah, sure they did because you see them every day pushing their equipment out the jet skis are on go they've got the binoculars yeah. right in front of the main peak yeah you know you know jamie o'brien that's what his dad did he was a mm-hmm. he was a, a lifeguard out there and some some of the 
crew that's older than us, like about 15 years older than me, you know, they, they were out there at that time. And, you know, Will Allison and a bunch of other guys I could name from here were, were out there. And yeah, that's, and they, they all knew it's Mick. I think his name's Mick, but uh, yeah, he was a North shore lifeguard. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll, what's the season for Porto Escondido? Oh, the South swell season. You want the Southern Hemi swell. So it's kind of, May, it normally starts in May, all the way through summer, through October. So the reason I ask is I bet uh, some of those North Shore lifeguards go to Escondido and work there in the summer. Be my guess. That'd be my guess. Probably would. If anybody knows, shoot me an email. It's heavy water. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Heavy water. Yeah, yeah. So. Man, I, you know what I like that you said. I went there early, and then you can kind of feel, feel the swell come up, right? And you oh, can yeah. mark it and surf it and surf it and surf it, and then surf your way into this thing. Well, it'd been a few years since I'd surfed, you know, solid double over, triple over head waves. So I just didn't want to go jump right off the rear plane and into it after not really surfing a lot over the winter. Yeah. So uh, I get there, it's, you know, almost double overhead the first day. Next day, it's a little bit smaller. Next day, it's a little bit smaller. And it starts coming up. Here it comes. And every day, it gets about six foot bigger on the face each day, each day. And it's starting to get heavy now. You know, we've moved to my biggest board. I brought like an eight-o with me and... I had my uh, float suit and I wear my helmet all the time. And Yeah. Well, I, and the helmet thing is smart. Like, you know, I'm a motocross guy. I don't get it. Like I don't get skaters. I don't get any, anybody that's saying like, I'm not going to do this. Like the motocross world, we don't understand that. We're like, put your damn helmet on, bro. Oh yeah. I, I mean, there's all kinds of people surfing that launching their boards at you everywhere yeah. these days. It's just dangerous. Yeah. You know, and. Yeah. After well, I cracked just, my head too many times, you know, doctor said wear a helmet. So I started wearing my helmet. Yeah. I mean, think about how hard the rail of your surfboard is. Like, and like, uh, even this little small wave savage surfboard right here, <laughs> even this little board that Sean made me, which I love, by the way, savage surfboards, yeah. know your shaper. Uh, <laughs> you know, like if we're, if we're glassing this thing, you know, you could have a, you know, it's probably four, well, back in the day, it was four, four, six, four. Well, all of those, <laughs> Well, almost all the, every one of those layers goes around the rail. Mm-hmm. So like you catch this thing on the noggin or somebody else's. Yeah. You know, and I'm kind of a two pound. I, I like, I like to get barreled. Yeah. And there's just a lot of people like to launch their board off their side and swim through a wave. So there's a lot of boards that kind of. Yeah. Yeah. They come going. at you through the face of the wave while you're in the tube. And it's just makes me feel better. Yeah. I, I, for I sure. feel a little safer, a lot safer wearing it. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, you see, you see any pictures of me? Any of these walls? And then there's a dirt bike in sight. <laughs> got a helmet on. Oh yeah. So you're ready to roll. You got the float suit. Yeah. Like you pull, you pull the rip cord. And it, it, it was a uh, Patagonia Short John Ulex, I think. I got it from uh, I think Real Water Sports had one where I could go pick up. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And it just has the pads in it for extra flotation. Yeah. It didn't have any rip cords or sure. anything. But it's amazing how much positive flotation that thing has. Oh yeah, compared compared, compared to where to nothing. nothing. Yeah, you know, compared to like you're out of breath trying to get up. Now you just sit there and just con- you're concerned with uh, holding your breath and you'll float up. That's I've never thought about that. You know, so it's uh, helps you stay a little calmer knowing that you're going to come up. Yeah, with a little less effort. 
I like that. You still got it? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for I'll, sure. Bar, I'll bar it for hurricane season. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm getting to the age, I'll probably start wearing it for hurricane yeah, season, too. Yeah. But no, I, I was geared up, man, and it was solid. It was, uh, you know, I think they were calling it six foot at 16 seconds, and, you know, it was 20 to 30 foot on the face. and That's you know, crazy. It, it was big and heavy, and it was the day, the peak of the swell, the day the, the swell peaked out, so it had this real hard entry into the wave or the wave would pile up on top of itself. And it kind of, you had this hump you had to yeah. jump over to get down. Yeah. That's frustrating. You're like, Hey, if it's big, bro, just let me in, just uh, let me in the door. So like there was this guy that was shredding. I think his name was Duran uh, from California. And uh, he was sitting over to my left and he just caught this wave where he just like, it almost chipped him in and he got like the best barrel, like seven, eight seconds flying, snuck out the doggy door. It was the one. Yeah. Well, they were stacking up coming right there and I was next. So I paddled down to where he took off because that's right where they were coming in. Yeah. And now it was my turn. And I had a couple guys yell at me to go. So I was already made up my mind. I was going. It had to look like I could make it. Yeah. I paddled my ass off. And I stood up. And when I stood up, it had that little hump at the top where you're like, you skip over the hump, but you're in the air now a little bit. On an 8-0? On an 8-0. <laughs> and we got a 25, 30-foot face wave, and uh, which is my biggest, you know, yeah. I want there to get barreled on one of those. Yeah, it's a lot of surfboard. And, uh, man, I hung on for dear life. I was in the air about, I don't know, I was in the air and my fins engaged and my nose slapped down just a little bit too hard at the bottom, and I thought I had it, and it just peeled me off through the handlebars and i just remember just looking at the flats and trying to penetrate in the flats off yeah. my hillside edge as i was falling and came up so fast i was amazed i was so scared i thought i was gonna die but it just it exploded on me and when i was waiting for it to happen again because normally you get recycled and you just yeah it just blew me out the back and i came right out was able to grab my board and paddle right back out for the next wave game in what oh i I just knew i was gonna die because yeah. i was like there's gonna be another one behind it and i guess that was the last one of the set and it just like oh my i was gosh. i was blessed and like yes i did i could i, I don't <laughs> it Dang, creepy man <laughs> that, hey look that's awesome but i, I mean, hung like, on and I, that was the one i had a goal set to get me a big old fat barrel while i was there and i damn sure tried to get that one well you were telling me now how, how long did you how many hours had you been out there before you took this big one about five hours. So about five hours. And how many waves? And this it's funny that Chow up here on the screen behind us, the people on the radio, you, you can't tell, but Chow up here, he, he owns Surf City, Myrtle Beach. And he was talking about surfing some big waves in, in Nicaragua. And he's like, yeah, you know, I caught like three waves in two hours and that was good. Mm-hmm. I mean, you that know? Was what I caught, so, I caught three waves in about five hours. Yeah. Because you're being... Picky. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm out there with Coco Nogales and Greg Long's here and Hafet's over here. Oh, Greg Long was out there. Oh, yeah. There, yeah, there RIP. Some, there were some heavies out there. Yeah. And uh, the wind came on shore after I made it back out. I'm that- sorry. I meant Greg Russ. I'm sorry. I got my Gregs confused. <laughs> if anybody just panicked because of what I just said now, I was talking about Greg Russ. Please. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to edit this out yeah. because someone's going to be listening. Oops, about, oh my oops, God, yeah. he's dead. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, they were, uh, the wind came on shore a little bit and I tried to catch another wave and it just got too creepy with all the chatters that were in the wave trying yeah. to get in. So I paddled back down the beach to where I could get in safely down back that up shore, north, that, yeah. village, that fishing village. 
And I came in and there was one guy left out there and I sat there and watched and I was like, he was trying his hardest to get one. And then they all, all of a sudden here it comes. It is it, the ocean just, it chooses you there. You don't, yeah. you don't, you put yourself out there and in position. Yeah. And when it's your turn, the ocean is going to come to you and it's going to be all you. Yeah. Cause this is a beach break. Yeah. You know, it, like it, there's a little bit of guesswork here. You can, can kind of choose it, but like, it's going to choose you. Yeah. And, uh, it, it, it came for him and he went and he got so axed on the drop <laughs> and it was Coco Nogales. Oh my God. And it was probably on like a 30 footer. And I remember seeing him drop in and just eat it on the drop, like dropping in, got to the bottom and it just ate him. And there was like six more stacked up behind him. I actually met him a few days later, surfing a point break down South. And he told me about the story and I was yeah. on the beach watching. He said he almost died that day. He said that if he took the first one on the head, he took three more on the head he said he was starting to black out after the third one hit him. Yeah. And if that fourth one would have, there was another one that he probably wouldn't have. Was he not coming up or was he just getting hammered every time? He was getting hammered. The wave, the wave never pushes you in. It yeah. keeps you in the impact zone. So like if the sets don't stop, you're right where the lip's going to detonate every time you come back up. Yeah. Is it, it's super shallow on the bar and then there's like a little deep section on the other side of that. I mean, where like the a wave breaks, trough. it might be eight foot, 10 foot deep where the wave breaks. Yeah. Right inside of where the wave breaks, it's super shallow. Right. Like if so you that's what's out keeping you there. And you're coming out the doggy door, it's like a couple four foot deep right there, two foot deep on the inside. It's and shallow. That's part of why it's keeping you there is the slope All of the All the water's beach. pushing yeah. out and it's just rushing back off like the ocean converges right there and just pushes all its energy right there. And those big giant rip currents suck right back out to sea. That's why you see those big old plumes of... Yeah. Yeah. They have overhead, overhead shots of those. Yeah. Uh-huh, Cause there's just all that water pushes in there and that current just, it's always there and, and it just he, won't let you out. You got so Coco to, told you, he's like, bro. Yeah. He's like, that was about one of the, he, <laughs> was about it. Uh, he yeah. said, if there was one more, that was it. He, he had been through all he could go through. Dude. Well, Hey, let's end it on, let's end it on the, tell me about the good waves before that wipeout. Oh man. I got out early and, uh, you know, when you go there, you got to judge the wave way further back because the barrel's so big, you outrun it a lot of times. And so you got to drop in way further back. I got you. That makes sense. I've so, never surfed a wave like that, but yeah, I've that been makes sense. A couple days leading into this. So my first one, I dropped in and, you know, it was a couple double overhead plus probably. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, it was a good one. I just remember dropping in and knowing I wasn't going to make it. And somehow it just, it did that big vapor, vapor lock where it kind of sucks backwards gets all quiet and then it blows you out and you just come flying out the tube and I skittered into the beach because I had a buddy tell me if you ever get a good one there go straight to the beach <laughs> don't <laughs> yeah. try to paddle back out yeah yeah because <laughs> you're yeah. not gonna make it uh-uh. so I, I went back into the beach and I ran up the beach paddled back out ended up getting me one more good one about an hour later I got me another good one and I got me a big old barrel on that one and it was just nice and big and clean and glassy and just like oh it was so good and then I sat out there for three hours waiting on that last one. And yeah. then that last one, you know, that was Tomahawk. Tomahawk. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know what? Like kids don't realize that or, in, you know, uh, other people that don't ever step it up that big is like, that's what it's like. Like you're, you're waiting. You're doing a lot of waiting. Oh yeah. You're looking for the one. Yeah. Yeah. You can't and, take a bunch. You got to take the one. Yeah. And uh, especially it's, it's not a reef. You know, it's not a point break. It's a point break. You can just keep the rotation going. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
And I'm in my latter forties now, man. I can't <laughs> yeah. take a licking and keep ticking like yeah. I used to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say it's probably, I, I'm imagining, cause like I said, I've never surfed Puerto Escondido, but like you got a, you got waves that are that big, you know, I've surfed really big Hatteras, like Hurricane Chantal was very good. And this is a long, it's in the nineties. It was, it was pretty big. It was good. And it was glassy. And like I was surfing, I don't know, near Avon or something. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was just kind of in the ocean. I wasn't right at the pier. I wasn't here. So, you know, I was out there for a long time and I got very few waves because I wasn't going, you know, like I wasn't going every time. I was like, uh, you know, it's like a 10 foot face. Like I'm not, I'm not going. It looks like it might close out. I'm not going. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Just, sometimes you just, you just got to go. Yeah. Well, I was just, well, I just was waiting on a good one. And I got them. I got them. Like my favorite saying is, I can't remember what the professional server that said it was, uh, but he said, uh, you can't come out unless you pull in. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's a good one. Hey, man, I really do appreciate yeah, it. Matt, for sure. All right. Hey, thanks everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Surf Shorts this week. I really do appreciate that. A big shout out for Guyan. He went through a lot of trouble to come and be on the show. And I really appreciate him telling me a story about Puerto Escondido. And just appreciate all the things that all the surfers in our area have done for me. You know, don't forget, we're giving away that Savage Surfboard. And you can enter for free. It's free. So just shoot me your info on Instagram or send it to me in an email. But all I need is a screenshot that shows you are subscribed with automatic downloads. And that's it. You're in. Hey, y'all, thanks so much and have a great week. VHS and download it to cassette for maximum audio quality.